0: She um, had a wedding to attend last night in Alexandria, so that's the reason why she's not here. But uh, anyhow, she loves all of you, and if you're visiting, would you slip your hand up? If you're visiting today, can we give our visitors another hand clap just because they took the time to come? To the people in the uh, tech booth at the back, in a moment, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 17, and I will read verses 24 down through verse 27, verse 24 through verse 27 of Matthew chapter 17. I believe that we're in some of the most exciting times the church has ever been privileged to live in. Amen? We need Holy Ghost Warren Buffett types. When the government shut down for 16 days, he didn't buy the panic, he bought stock. And in 16 days, Warren Buffett made ten billion dollars. We need people who don't just see the negativity, but they see opportunity. And they can say, we've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen? Come on now, help me out here this morning because we're going to have a good time. It's not over until God says it's over. Amen? I do want to mention one dear member of your church by name and that is sister Alexander. I'm just never I'm just always impressed by this very young lady and uh, we need to get some of that water and bottle it up and take it to Alexandria. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Matthew chapter 17 verse 24. And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money, that is the temple tax, came to Peter and said, does does not your master pay tribute? Now, if I can stop here, they're asking the wrong person. Simon is a tad bit different. And what he is about to do is he's going to commit Christ, whether Christ is on board or not. And he said, yes. So he answered for Christ. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Have you ever asked anybody, what were you thinking? Recently, I asked a pastor friend of mine, why weren't you thinking? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Of their own children or of strangers? Hmm. Boy, that's a hard one, isn't it? No, not really. They're not going to make their own children pay. They're going to use the money of the taxpayers, those blue-collar workers. Peter saith unto him, "Of strangers." And Jesus said unto them, "Then are the children free." Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea and cast and hook, and take up the fish that that first cometh up and when thou has opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money uh, that take and give unto them for me and thee. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll use us in a very special way today and all of God's people said amen. We, you're a wonderful, wonderful bunch. There is There is none other that I would rather be with this morning than right where I'm at right here. But let's just get it together a little bit more because God wants to do something very special. Praise this thing. An outlier that just simply means I'm a square peg cut from a different piece of fabric. It could be because of my placement in a family tree, since I'm the youngest of 19 children, no twins or adoptions, one at a time. Uh, There were many times I never did fit in, and uh, you know, this young boy from Canada was different all through school. I took a stand for Christ and so forth. And uh, I think that we all at some point have felt that we were on the outside of the inner circle. Uh, And perhaps thus the ministry that God has blessed me to walk in. Uh, I'm a holdout. I'm frugal. I don't like anything to dominate me. I think that that's one of the many benefits in fasting is you're reminding yourself that the flesh is not in total control. Amen? So I held out on getting the iPhone for a long time. I went through the first one, the second one, and so forth. I held on to my flip phone because I was convinced the flip phone will suffice. A few reasons why I I just didn't want to get involved with the iPhone is because I have been at many dinner tables and felt less than chopped liver as the person I was dining with was always on the phone. And I thought, good land, you can't put that down just long enough to have a meal. And, 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 And... you see, when I was a boy, the enemy had access to me through, I don't know, you know, basically AM radio and then FM and then local TV channels, uh, the networks, then cable, and now we have satellite, now we have Wi-Fi. Or as the old guy that was on a flight with me a while ago said, he read the decal for Wi-Fi and says, what is that Wi-Fi? Now, it's just constant. And if you're going to hear from God, you're going to have to learn how to sequester yourself, pull yourself away, and learn to quiet your spirit and shut out all the din of this world. Amen? Amen. Uh, the other part is I am frugal. I, I, you know, if, if it's not an absolute necessity, I'm not so sure that I just want to go and get it. But sending a text from that old flip phone was getting to be laborious because, I mean, one number, numeral on the phone number would have three parts of the alphabet, and, and then one of them wouldn't work good, and I would mash it and mash it and mash it, and I just said, so, so finally, finally, Marilyn and I, we get on the bandwagon, we now have iPhones. And I don't need a secretary because I have Siri. I use Siri for everything. Last night, I told her to set my alarm for this morning. I'm not going to set the alarm. I told her to do it. She did it. I was up on time. I have a reminder for my daughter's graduation from a course that she's in. I've got a reminder to register for the UPC General Conference in St. Louis, Missouri. Just boom, just Siri. But I've learned one thing. You better proofread your messages before you hit send. I won't, you know, I I won't throw dignity and discretion out the door, but I sent a pastor a text weekend before last, and uh, he said, What? She cussed. If my father, who has been dead since 1970, Forty-four years, if he could resurrect and walk through this world of all this technology, it would freak him out. But then I would have to define the term freak out because that was not in our vernacular back in his day. No, I mean, what? I mean, the ability that's on that phone, it's crazy. And then we learned... That the NSA has the ability, if they want to, and I'm being very careful, if they want to, they can track every cell phone call. Did you notice I didn't embellish? uh, I'm going to be very bold this morning knowing that I might be taped right now by NSA. And I'm going to make a very bold statement. I'm going to put myself way out there and jeopardize my future by saying, I love all Democrats and all Republicans all good. Uh, No. If they want to, they can track every message you send, every text and every email. As a matter of fact, we learned that over the last several months, at least, every piece of snail mail you've dropped in the box has had a picture taken of the front and the back of that envelope. And in Utah, they have got these humongous warehouses that they are storing all this data. And because of it, they've had to introduce a new bite. Are there any techies in the house that know the term for the new bite? What? Terra? Somebody say Terra? Oh, no, no. How two or three G is that? No, it's Yodabite. Yodabite. Yeah. So, you know, if, 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 if you wanted to run for office, you were up and coming and were a threat to the opposite political party, all they have to do is put in a few key words and then just send you a little message. You don't want to say that. If I were you, I'd just, you know, get off the stage right now because... And someone at the gym heard me talk about this, and they said, Well, I don't care if the government has that information because God knows everything about me. I looked at him and I said, I trust God, but I don't trust any government, be them Republican or Democrat. Hmm. That is what man can do. When I was a boy, I would hear teaching on eschatology, and an older minister from our district in eastern Canada used to say, I just can't see the world following after the Antichrist because there are some people in inaccessible places. Not anymore. I mean, if, I, if, if the government thought that I was involved in sedition, I could walk out there in the parking lot of grace. And before I got to that rented SUV, boom, I wouldn't see the drone or hear the Hellfire missile. Just boom, where'd Brother Buster go? He's gone. That is power because information is power. Ladies and gentlemen, if man can develop technology that has those... That kind of a, of ability and power. I guess I really don't have to worry if God knows who I am. Hmm. I believe that I showed up on God's radar when I drove in the Central this morning. I believe that God God knew me before the NSA did. And if the NSA knows everything pretty much about me, what does God know? Can I get a witness in the house today? Mr. Salman, I know this crowd, they may get loud. If they do, don't turn them down. You may have to turn me up, but I don't want you to turn them down. I'm not going to preach a long time today. I'm not going to try to orate it and get you, you know, thinking that I'm a wonderful preacher. I'm just going to give you the word of God because you that have just submitted your application for your new vocation, and you thought you had your ducks in a row and everything got into a tailspin and a bad economy came up close to you in your home and here you are in your in your midlife years and you got to build it all over again. God knows exactly what you need. I'm preaching to that woman who has to pull double duty. He walked out and said, I never did love you. I never will love you. He's gone and you had to stay. Somebody had to shoulder the load for the children. So now you're being mom, you're being dad, you're being housekeeper and you're raising those kids is at the same time bussing tables at the diner. God knows exactly who you are. God knows exactly what you need you're a teenager who walks through school feeling insecurity feeling like you are the outlier they don't celebrate your virtue they don't talk about your modesty they don't talk about your holy living instead they just simply say and it just seems that bullying is all right when it comes to your christianity but god knows who you are god has got you covered So you woke up and something was not feeling right in your body. And you just, you know, put it off. But now a couple weeks later, it got a little bit worse and you went to the doctor. And the doctor says, I got to tell you, there's a tumor inside your body. God knew exactly the moment that thing invaded your DNA. It was not in the original plan of God. But. It's, it's perfectly normal to go through life wondering at times if God knows. That's, don't beat yourself up if you go through times where you wonder if God remembers who you are. Even Jesus suspended on a cross between heaven and earth one time asked why. There's no sin in asking why. I wonder how many times David felt abandoned and forsaken. I mean, here he is. He, he, he's being chased like a fox would chase a hare through the thickets and the briars. His wife is taken from him. He loses a baby. All of these things happen. But at some point, the one who felt forsaken wrote Psalm 139 and said, You knew me before my parts were made. They were written in a book. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy word. Where can I go from your presence? Would you give him a hand clap in the house? You will go through times where you won't feel his presence. You will go through times where you will wonder if he has heard your prayer and he knows what you have need of. I promise you, if you haven't, you will. And if you do, go through it. Don't think you're backslidden. Don't think that you've lost all your faith. Life happens. The suit and the French cuffs and cufflinks tell the whole story. I've got a loved one right now with about 24 hours to live, and she's not old. Life happens. There will be times you will speak the name of Jesus and have an instant reply, and there will be times it will just take its good old time. But I promise you, the hair on your head is numbered six billion people on the planet besides those who have already come and left and no appendage has the print on it that yours does he designed you so amazingly that he knew that one strand in your hair or swab of your mouth or one drop of your blood would give the story of your DNA so if God knows everything about My yesterday. He must know everything about my tomorrow. If I can just walk in faith and understand, first of all, that he loves me. He knows me. And he owns a cat. Lady, you may be wondering where the knight in shining armor is. If Jesus is the first man in your life and you're living for him, the man that God has chosen is on his way. You're sitting here today at grace wondering what's going to happen in your future. God already is unlocking the door of opportunity for a job that's going to be better than the one you just were terminated at. So, once again, you've heard me say this before. I do not get deep revelations from Scripture. I just read it. Try to understand it and go through the, uh, the 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 you know the traditional methods of studying the scripture. But first of all, I would just like to talk to you about this fact that I don't believe that the tribute money or the temple tax was a necessity. I'm not violating hermeneutics. I don't believe it was a dire need. Number two, when Jesus entered temples. And money was being taken. He had a certain way of handling it normally. So, and we can't get into the weeds and going through all that history. I simply said that to tell you, I don't believe that that was a necessity. But I believe some of you are facing legitimate needs. So Simon has committed him to pay this tribute money. You talk about precision. You talk about a God who has the ability to to spot the sparrow when it falls and attend its funeral. You talk about a god that can see a blade of grass and said, Hmm, I gotta take care of that. A lily's not quite up the par and said, Boom, now check that, juxtapose that, with the with with the attire of Solomon. Right. It's kinda like my friend who passed away several years ago, he was your friend and he was our prophet, T.W. Barnes. I had the privilege of knowing him the last 20 years of his life. We were like kindred spirits, although there were 50 years between us, we were brothers. And T.W. Barnes in the 70s was on his way to a tent crusade. The evangelist was world-renowned. The tent would seat over 25 thousand. Brother Barnes was unknown in those circles. And on his way there the Lord spoke to him and said tonight you and your wife will sit second row from the front in that tent meeting. When they arrived the tent was pretty well filled. They sat halfway back. And Brother Barnes says, Lord, I thought you told me that I was going to sit second row from the front. Just then, an usher stopped at the end of their row and said, Sir, would you and your wife like to move closer to the front? There are two chairs available on the second row. He took him up on his offer. The next day in prayer, the Lord asked T.W. Barnes asked the Lord, Why would you tell me, with all of your priorities, why would you tell me where I would be sitting at in a tent crusade? And the reply from the Lord was, because I love you. Because I know you. And I know where you're going to be and when you're going to be there and what you'll be doing and where you'll be sitting. you moved into this building a beautiful couple in your church brought up their 8 year old girl and stood right over here and God knew that there was a problem and God spoke a word of knowledge and that beautiful young 8 year old girl got a report from her physician it's alright I think you want to give the Lord a hand clap So he said, "Simon, yeah, we're going to go ahead and pay this. We won't expect anyone else to do it for us. So go down to the sea. We're not talking a brook or a rill. We're talking the sea. Take a hook. I know you're set in your ways. I know you're a professional fisherman. You're used to using boats and nets. But today you're going to do it my way. And it's not going to take all day long. It won't take net fools to try to find the one. I know the end from the beginning. I've declared the end from the beginning. I know the fish you're going to need. Come on now. I know the exact one. And I'm going to tell you the fish that you need. The first one that bites. Open its mouth. Take out a piece of money. Ladies and gentlemen has ordered my steps. When I was white haired and big eared and found a little place down from our house there in the harbor of Black's Harbor where I would I learned to embrace my loneliness because I was the world's biggest nerd, so it drove me into fasting and praying and studying the Bible. I embraced it. Even there, God knew me. When I would ask him, please, God, use me, he heard me. When I said, God, I'll go anywhere, he heard me. And a few years later, when our firstborn came along and we had no clothes, hardly for her, that woman that attended our church heard from God and walked in with a green garbage bag full of brand new baby girl's outfits. Because God knew we were going to have a girl, and he knew her name. Hallelujah. And God knew exactly what I needed to have to go to Santiago, Chile in April, Easter weekend with Bishop Tenney, who sat at the lunch table a few weeks Uh, go and said, Brother Bustard, where are you going to be Easter weekend? I said, Well, I'm normally in Queens, New York City. I said, But I put that off to September. I'm waiting on God. He said, I feel to ask you to go to Santiago, Chile. God knew exactly the amount of the ticket. And a man walked up and said, How much is the ticket? And I said, Well, sir, that's taken care of. He went ahead and proceeded anyhow and gave the check, the amount of the ticket. God knew when you were in the building over there with the baker's dozen that God was going to bring you in the central. He had this campus sitting here. God knew that they were going to open up O'Neill Lane to central and the Sullivan and bring you all the way to Hooper Road. If God knows that He knows everything because He knows the end from the beginning, what are the odds of catching the first fish and opening its mouth and finding money? It's first of all. When you've made your living from being a commercial fisherman, and you've never, I mean, that sounds crazy. Lord, I know this sea like the back of my hand. That's never happened, and it probably never is going to happen. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. I know you think you know that sea, and I know you think you know how to fish, but I'm about to blow your mind. Don't you just walk down to the sea any old way at all thinking well maybe no it's going to happen you are going to catch the first fish and if you'll if you'll not if if you'll not just lally gag along if you'll not rest on your laurels I've given you a word and what you ought to do is grab that pole and that hook and get down to the sea right now because I know exactly the part of the sea that that fish is coming down through right now and if you'll do it right now That's the reason why when you're in a meeting like this and you feel a prompting to shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah. If you wake up in the morning and you feel like you're supposed to speak a certain word of God, speak that word of God for heaven's sakes because you're coming in the sink with heaven. many years ago when Madonna Massey was not Madonna Massey when she was just a single young lady she stepped into our crusade in Dallas, Texas and I said stand up young lady I said I see and I told her how many thousands of dollars I said I see a check wiping that out I said I see this with your name and your picture on it in a matter of days the check was given the debt was completely wiped out The CD started showing up on shelves all over. God God knows where your fish is. Because he's the one who put the money in the mouth. Well, that fish just didn't happen to bite into a coin. And it happened to be the right of coin. Because the... Would you like to know how precise God was in his prophetic word? Okay, here it comes. The piece of money in another translation explains what it was. A 4 drachma coin because temple tax for one was two drachma. For two it would be four or a half shekel. A half shekel would pay the temple tax for two people. Jesus said I'm going to pay it for the both of us. He knew the exact amount and guess what was in the mouth of that fish? Would you stand up in the house and praise him? Would you join me back on the keyboards please? what just happened to be in the mouth of that fish. My Jesus knows exactly what I need. Would you give him some praise in the house today? Give him some praise in the house today. Praise him all ye people. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Thank you so much, sis. Just back me up here a little bit. The first month of this year, God knew that in Ball, Louisiana, at the Church of Pentecost, He knew that there was a 16-year-old girl there named Gabby, and He knew. He knew that Gabby was told by her doctor that there is a cyst in the lower part of her thyroid, and He. He also knew that the doctor said you don't have an upper thyroid just tissue you see God knew that And that night when we prayed for her I knew something happened too especially when we had Gabby and Gabby's mom try to find the cyst and neither of the two could find it and then we did what we do all the time we, we suggest if you have a doctor's appointment you ought to keep it Because the Bible says to prove everything. Amen? Yep. Gabby went back to the doctor. That Friday I got the text from Pastor Wiedner. There is no cyst. (laughs) And the thyroid is perfectly fine. Would you leave where you're standing and start making your way right down to this front? And if we can begin to do that right now, our members and our guests, the guests will follow. I promise you, just look at this. You've got young men all the way up here on the front. Look at this. Isn't this fantastic? And beautiful young ladies. Isn't that a good commentary on your church? Amen? Would you just squeeze right in here a little bit more because if you do, people that are way back there, they'll get to move in closer. Thank you for coming so quickly. He knows. He knows. He knows. Would you just come in a little bit closer? Because if you do, we'll have people that can move in a little bit closer. Just come all the way in. I promise you, it won't hurt you a bit. Amen. Amen. Forgive me for putting myself right in the center of this narrative here today, but I'd just like to share just a little more of my testimony. When I was very young, and I would daydream about being used of God and praying for the sick and traveling the world, I vividly remember in at least one of my daydreams, Sister Paula, I vividly remember when I was about 8 or 10 years of age daydreaming. I remember in one of those daydreams, I had two girls as daughters. Well, it would have to be two girls' as daughters. Let me just rephrase that. We have an editor in the house, and I would like to be a little more persnickety than to let that one get away. In one of those daydreams, I had two daughters. He knew Datha and Kayla before I did. Now listen. Let your steps be ordered of the Lord. He knows where the fish is. He knows the amount you need. When I was 15 years of age, and I was the world's biggest nerd and knew that I was going to be a Paul the Apostle, I was at our senior camp, at our campground, and I was walking behind the tabernacle. The big doors were open. It was an afternoon. No service was in progress. And there was a 15-year-old girl sitting at the second row from the back in the center section. I didn't take notice of anything about her. I'll just tell you, she had brown hair, brown eyes, and a brown dress with white piping around the sleeves. I didn't take notice. But when I walked by, I just knew that God knew. There's just no way in the world that I could ever make myself believe that if God owns it all and has all knowledge and knows everything about me that he's going to let a need go by unmet. Amen? Hmm. Isn't he wonderful? Can we just praise him here just a bit here today? Hariando Bahu Shakata Alabahoriando Bahu Shakata Alabahariando Bahurianda Alabahoriando Bahu Shakata Alabaha Rianda Bahu Shakata Now Grace I want to thank you for rallying with me and and for making this time of ministry effortless when I come to Central. You, you, you flow so wonderfully with me. I want you to pay close attention because I'm going to give out a word of knowledge. I want parents to bring any child up for prayer. You need me to pray for that child. What, what, Whatever is going on with wrong with that little child's body, be it... Be it anything, be it anything in the development, being too slow and so forth, or whatever of, of whatever. If you need me to pray over the child, bring the child through the crowd, and we'll put them at the front of the line in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are are you, Mama? Yes. These two young ladies with you? Yes. Are they your children? Yes. Well, excellent. He gave you her back. January, 9th. January the 9th. Isn't that fantastic? Do you go to this church? Yes. How long have you been coming? About four weeks now. Four weeks. Well, you've made great progress. And they opened their arms to you. And I promise you, the church will open its arms to you as well. Amen. What are the girls' names? Skylar and Stephanie, beautiful names. Before I pray a general prayer, is there anything specific, Mom, that you want me to pray for them for? Well, we are going to be praying for more children for what I called up, but I'm going to pray for Skylar and Stephanie right now. Is that all right? Lord Jesus, I ask you to keep your hand upon these children. Lord sometimes we think we take for granted all that we have and all that we get to do and and we sometimes forget that there are others who are not as fortunate so I speak a prophetic blessing over these young girls I pray for their welfare for their safety for the environment in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth in Jesus name Mama what's your name Lori, Lori, do you mind if I talk to you? Fine. Let's bring the music down just a bit, not a lot, but just a bit. I want Lori to hear every word because the spotlight is being shined upon Lori right now. This is her moment. What I'm going to tell you is not God being upset. It's God being in love with you. You're going to get it back together. Yes. You're going to overcome things that have tried to hold on to you, habits and so forth. Jesus is doing a work in your life. I understand. There's a word in the narrative of your life that says destitute. But God's going to change that. You keep hanging around God and God's people, Lori, and everything's going to change. I promise you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Keep bringing the children. Keep bringing the children that need prayer. I'm here. This is your grandson. The drummer's little fella. Well, what's his name? His name's Cohen. Cohen. Well, that's a neat name. Cohen, this is not prophecy, it's, he looks like he could be a football player, <laughs> amen, what am I going to pray for Cohen for? A couple of months ago when he left him, he had a little stride, and he still makes it. Yeah, I told you. Lord Jesus, you're going to restore this little fellow, and he's going to be all right. I speak that word right here, right now. It shall be well, and all of God's people said, "Amen." Yes, it will be in Jesus' name. Keep bringing the children. Are you, Mama? Yes. Well, these two young ladies are with you. Yes, they are. Well, you set the bar high, Mama. They have a lot to live up for too, but they're beautiful. So, am I going to pray for one or both? Yes. Well, what's her first name? Amanda. Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Lord Jesus, heal her little throat right here and right now. I speak the word of faith. It will be all right in Jesus name. Everybody said amen. Keep bringing the children. I'm here. Amen. Come right up in line. Are you Joshua? That's not revelation. That's observation. Amen. Joshua, what am I going to pray for? He does. Well, God loves you. And God's hand is upon your life. Amen. And Jesus makes whole. Amen. Lord, I thank you for a young man named Joshua Murphy. And I speak healing over him right now from his head through his body to his toes. It shall be well. Everybody praise God in the house. Everybody praise him for a moment. Would you do that? your day. Now you're going to be restored. You came here with the the battery on 25%, but you're going to leave 100%. Hello, beautiful. Are you mom and dad? What's this beautiful young lady's name? Jada? She's a beautiful Jada. With or without that, she's a beautiful Jada. And that does not make her any less Jada. Amen. Lord Jesus, she's as much your child as anyone ever was. I speak complete healing over Jada in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Right here and right now in Jesus' name. Let it be so. I speak blessings upon mom and dad, this entire family unit, in Jesus' name. Everybody said thank you, Jesus. That's exactly how we prayed for that—the eight-year-old a few years ago. There was there was nothing special about how we prayed or what we said. It was God's timing. More children? Really? What's his first name? Parker. Well, he's a fine Parker. Amen. Little Parker, let your ears clear up right here and right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In Jesus' name. I won't take advantage of your time, but I've, I've cleared the schedule. I'm not doing a back to back this weekend. I've given central my undivide the tension. I won't keep you here all day, but I'm in no hurry, I promise you. So keep bringing the needs up. I'll keep on praying. This is Elena. Elena. She has a kidney. Really? Which side, right or left? left. Over here. Little Elena. This Sunday morning, something happens into your little body right now. Virtue has just been released. I speak to that kidney and say, be healed. Right now. In Jesus' name. Alex Al- Alexandria or but there seems to be an abbreviation Lexi Alex Alexandria or Lexi if 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 if, if that name is present and I, I keep getting that abbreviation for for Lexi 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 raise your hand up and we'll we'll speak a word over them right now in Jesus name amen hallelujah Hallelujah. I don't see a hand up. If if, if you know somebody, if, if, if that is a family member, that's someone on your prayer list, get in place of them right now. Get in place of them right now. In Jesus' name. You do, Alex. Well, let, let, let me tell you how that happens sometimes. Sometimes it's very, very clear. It's kind of like the atmosphere. You have good cell phone service. Sometimes you don't have good cell phone service. It's a lot going on in the atmosphere. And God knows we're in Baton Rouge. There's a lot going on because it's Mardi Gras say, that's crazy. Oh, no, it's not. No, it is not. It is not at all. I, I can go into a hotel room and feel peace or not peace because you become sensitive. Amen. Amen. You do. He does. Well, Lord God, first of all, we pray for Brother Alex, that every need will be met, that there will be a move of God on that family tree, every branch and every member. You're going to do great things, Jesus. And what's this young fellow's name? Nathan. Nathan. Little Nathan. And you see, what is it, Mama? Uh, He has problems with his kidneys. Yes. Little Nathan, let your kidneys be healed right now by the power of the living God in Jesus' name. Be healed by the power of God. I speak healing over him in Jesus' name. So, y'all are together? How long have you been? Pardon? My husband. How long have you been coming here? Uh, about a year now. That is, were you here last year when I was here? That is fantastic. That is so wonderful. You've made strides. You've made strides. You won't always feel like you're making strides, but I promise you. You made strides, and the best is yet to come. Amen. And you're being responsible. You have little Nathan right here in the presence of God. The world has access to him many days a week, but today you brought him in the presence of God. What's your first name? Amy. 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 Father, touch Amy's body, and everything that's running low, uh, everything that is trying to zap energy, be gone right now. Tune up the thyroid and the body completely, why she's strong, oh, yes, she's strong. She's strong because she's here in spite of everything and anything. Would everybody praise God in this house? Would you do it? Does he's a fine Noah? This is your grandbaby. So you're the guy in the tech booth, you're the guy in the picture, you're the extra son. I was wondering who the man was. I I met your wife for the first time when I was here last year. Speech and what else, dad? Of Jesus Christ, they shall clear up. Allergies clear up. Everybody, praise God just for a moment. is there anybody real close to me who would work the job description includes includes fiduciary responsibilities fiduciary responsibilities if you do you know who you are because that's may not be a term that everyone uses every day but you're the bean counter you're the one who dots the i and crosses the t and fiduciary the dictionary meaning is basically to be given oversight of something valuable responsible whatever but you know who I'm talking about if you'll raise your hands up I've got a word from God for you do it do it quickly because God has something great for you I've got to pray for this young man and his on here amen i'm coming over there in just a moment in Jesus name hallelujah lord let his steps be divinely directed by you because I believe that this young man as well as more are on the cusp of something that is great in Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, Lord, I see minds being blessed by God that are going to cause great things to happen right around here in Jesus' name for evangelism. Outreach, departments, even debt removal in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, this is where I need to be. Have you been here each year since I've been coming? we've never had a conversation where you have told me that any part of what you do would include anything to do with any type of this responsibility. Well, the aesthetics suggest that you're well capable because you're a sharp young man. But every muscle, every tendon, ligament, nerve, and joint in your body, every involuntary twitch, Whatever, be gone in Jesus' name. For thou shalt live in health. Yes. So have you been here for quite long along around this church for quite a while? Yes, sir. You remember the old baker building? Yes. You remember the baker's dozen? Yes. You know what I, I coined that phrase at the restaurant last night because Pastor said when he came, there's about eleven people. That's about the baker's dozen. Well, baker's dozen. But who knows, we might be able to scrounge up another one or two to have it 13. But in Jesus' name, I speak peace over you right now. It happens in Jesus' name, Dad. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would everybody praise God in the house. Would everybody praise God in the house. Do it some more. Do it a little bit more. Praise it. name. Glory to God. Glory to God. I do this almost every time I come, but I believe you're getting healed, but new conditions keep popping up, don't they? And I don't have to go very many steps at all to pray for somebody who has sleep problems, issues with their sleep. If you'll raise your hands up, you're going to lose it in Jesus' name. Can't get much closer. He's touching you. Raise your hands up. But here it goes. Glory to God. There it goes. Now, this Sunday at Central, I don't just pray for those in need. I pray for a transfer of anointing onto you. I pray for young men and young women to have an anointing transferred upon them. In Jesus' name. Lord, raise up a leadership team here second to none. Increase the leadership team. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth by the power of the living God. His first name? Connor. Are you mama? Yeah. As I turned the corner right there I felt it. I felt it. Hello Connor. Lord Jesus let Connor be healed right here and right now in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the living God in Jesus name. Would everybody praise God in the house for a moment? Would you do that? Would you give him about a two minute About a two-minute praise. I'm going to need you to do that for about two minutes. Everybody praise God.